Hello, my friends, and welcome back to my weird little corner of the void, where I read stories and stuff, because it's fun. Uh, uh, this week for you, I have a classic everyone knows, uh, The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe. Uh, one of my best friends for like 15 years since we were kids, uh, she gave me like the sweetest phone call ever recently. She had just listened to my podcast and, or she listened to it a while back, it doesn't matter, the point is, she was just so sweet and enthusiastic and like just excited and just gave me the most, like, wonderful, heartwarming feedback, and she is wonderful, and I would have done it otherwise, but, you know, especially since she was so excited, I asked her if there was anything she'd be interested in hearing on the podcast. And, uh, she had apparently just finished recently the Fall of the House of Usher on Netflix, and was on a Poe kick, uh, so she requested The Raven, and, uh, yeah, here we are. So, without further ado, uh, please enjoy Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven. Presently, my soul grew stronger. The 
hesitating then no longer. Sir, said I, are madam truly your forgiveness, I implore. But the fact is I was napping, and so gently you came rapping, and so faintly you came tapping, tapping at my chamber door, that I scarce was sure I heard you. Before. On the morrow, he 
he will leave me as my hopes have flown before. Then the bird said, Nevermore. Startled at the stillness broken by reply so aptly spoken, doubtless, said I, what matters is its only stock in store. Caught from some unhappy master whom unmerciful disaster followed fast and followed faster till his songs one burden bore. Till the dirges of his hope that melancholy burden bore of never, nevermore. But the raven still beguiling all my sad soul into smiling. Straight I wheeled a cushioned seat in front of bird and bust and door. Then, upon the velvet sinking, I betook myself to linking, fancy unto fancy, thinking what this ominous bird of yore, what this grim, ungainly, ghastly, gaunt, and ominous bird of yore meant in croaking nevermore. This I sat engaged in guessing, but no syllable expressing to the fowl whose fiery eyes now burned into my bosom's core. This and more I sat divining, with my head at ease reclining, but whose velvet violet lining, the lamplight gloating o'er, she shall press. Oh, nevermore. Then methought the air grew denser. Perfumed from an unseen censer, swung by seraphim whose footfalls tinkled on the tufted floor. Wretch, I cried, thy god hath lent thee by these angels he hath sent thee. Respite, respite and nepeth from thy memories of Lenore. Quaff, O oh, quaff this kind nepeth, and forget this lost Lenore, quoth the raven. Prophet, said I, king of evil, prophet still, if bird or devil, whether tempter sent or with tempest tossed thee here ashore, desolate yet all undaunted on this desert land, enchanted on this home, my horror haunted, tell me truly I implore, is there, is there balm in Gilead, tell me, tell me I implore, quoth the raven. Prophet, said I, king of evil, prophet still, if bird or devil, by that heaven that bends above us, by that god we both adore, tell this soul with sorrow laden, if with distant Aiden it shall clasp a sainted maiden whom the angels name Lenore, clasp a rare and radiant maiden whom the angels name Lenore, quoth the raven, nevermore. Be that word our sign of parting, bird or fiend, I shrieked, upstarting, get thee back into the tempest and night's plutonian shore. Leave no black plume as a token of that lie thy soul hath spoken, leave my loneliness unbroken, quit the bust above my door, take thy beak from out my heart, and take thy form from off my door. Quoth raven nevermore and the raven 
ever flitting, still is sitting, still is sitting on the pallid bust of Pallas just above my chamber door, and his eyes have all the seeming of a demon that is dreaming, and the lamplight o'er him streaming throws his shadow on the floor, and my soul from out that shadow that lies floating on the floor shall be lifted nevermore. Guys, I'm actually really proud of that one. Like, really, really proud. Okay. The audio was clear in part because of my new computer, but, like, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I'm getting the feel for soundscaping now. I was just proud of this one. I had a lot of fun with the directional audio and stuff. Uh, anyway, yeah. I really hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, my friend who requested it especially, uh, I had a lot of fun recording it. Fun or not so fun facts, I guess, about Edgar Allan Poe. He was, uh, not, his works were not really appreciated much uh, while he was alive. Uh, mostly because he wrote them for alcohol money, uh, and, and sold them for, I don't know, at most a few dollars per poem, per piece, often. Yeah, he, he was just kind of a, a weird goth hobo who, who wrote good. Uh, but you know what? No judgment. Uh, I've certainly hit rock bottom. Uh, shit happens. But, uh, at least he wrote some really good shit. Uh, one of my favorite facts about Poe is that his one work, which I haven't read yet, but I will, I promise, uh, The Murder at the Rue Morgue, uh, played a large part in inspiring Arthur Conan Doyle to write, uh, Sherlock Holmes, because until around Poe's time, there was really no such thing as the gentleman detective trope crazy to think of that, right? Uh, yeah, but, uh, I'm not fully appreciated in life. Certainly, uh, certainly after his death, his works, I mean, all of you know, like, the raven, it's the raven, like, telltale heart, uh, old, old pit in the pendulum, I mean, he's written so much good shit that, sadly really only got fully recognized after his death, but that's more than a lot of people get, so good for him. Uh, yeah, I think that's everything, so until next time, uh, stay warm and safe, and I will see you later in my weird little corner of the void.